Welcome to Let the Children Fly, where we empower families one parent at a time. I want to give you a short, quick message here about cursing our own children. You know, there's a story in the Bible of a king that was very threatened by God's people. He did not believe in God himself, but he was wise enough to know that these people's God was the Almighty God. And when the people came and wanted to walk through his land, he feared their God, which is our God. And he actually was smart enough not to go grab all of the strong chariots and the warriors. He was also smart enough not to go rally up all of the other kings and surrounding neighborhoods. He went to the highest source on land or in the, in the natural um, that represented that God, which again is our God. So he went to the highest prophet of the land. And he said to the prophet, I will give you all of this money. I will give you all of these things if you would just curse your people. Curse God's people because he was afraid of the God. He was afraid of God. And the prophet, <laughs> the story is so funny to me, but the prophet is like, okay, I'll go ask God. So he goes back to God and he says, can I curse your people? And God says, that's not a good idea. And so the prophet goes back to the king and he says, I'm not allowed to do it. And the, um, the prophet went about his way. And in short time, the king called the prophet back to the palace. And he said, okay, this time I will give you. And he increased the loot. He increased the amount of wealth that this prophet would achieve if he would just curse God's people. And the prophet once again says, let me go ask God. And so he goes and asks God, can I curse your people? And God says, it still is not going to be a good idea. So the prophet goes back to the king. Hear me on this. And he says, I am not allowed to curse them, but I will show you and teach you how they can curse themselves. And the prophet of God stepped out of alignment and taught the king how God's people could curse themselves. This is a very serious story, guys, and I think we're seeing it a lot in today's land, in today's age. We're seeing how the enemy is getting parents, Christian parents, to curse their own children. There are so many things that, we, that our children are opened up to, from identity to sexual stuff to violence to disrespect to lawlessness. And our children act this stuff out in their homes, which exasperates a parent, especially if a parent doesn't have the tools of partnering with Holy Spirit and discerning what is exact, what exactly is going on in that child to give them the best tool. I say often, you cannot create a solution unless you first know what the problem is. And we have scores of parents that are trying to parent and they don't even know what the problem is. It's like they're just swatting fly swatters, hoping that some type of discipline works and it just doesn't work that way. But you have parents that are exasperated, tired, overwhelmed, feeling defeated. They don't have enough of the oil for themselves, let alone to feed their children or parent out of that place. And so the parents also have their own triggers, their own trauma, their own childhood stuff that they're still working out. And they release that on their children with word curses. So word curses can be literally cursing them, saying swear words and stuff over them, F you. D-U, you know, that kind of stuff. But it also is saying things like, you're an idiot. You are so slow. What's your problem? What's wrong with you? Have you lost your mind? You always do this. You always bring chaos. Those statements are word curses. 
and their curses that we speak over our children and they sting our children because they're not the God-given identity that he has issued for them. And what happens with them is it becomes a weight around their, around their neck that they carry around with them. And they're subtle. They're, they're subtle curses, but they affect that child deeply. I want to tell you that I've been encouraging parents around the globe to sit down. The best is to do it with your spouse. If your spouse isn't able or willing, not a problem. You still have authority to do this um, on your own. But sit with a piece of paper. And I'm cautioning you, this is not a time to partner with condemnation and think of every rotten, terrible thing that you've ever done or said. That, that, that is not this. I'm asking you to quiet your spirit and to connect with Holy Spirit and to humbly come before him and let him highlight it. It says, search my heart, O Lord, and you show me what makes you sad, what, what I've done that's displeased you. So you're simply receiving and listening in this exercise. And come humbly and say, Holy Spirit, I know that I have sinned against my child and my anger, my frustration, my own triggers. Would you please search my heart and show me what are the things that I have said that have actually been curses over my child? And just write down whatever he's showing you. After that, I encourage you to, to repent. Repent means, hey, I am in agreement that what I said is wrong, and I want to bring that back into an alignment with what the truth is and what Father says. And so you, you confess it, you break agreement. I break agreement. You have to say this out loud. I break agreement that my child is an idiot, whatever words you've spoken over them. I don't believe with this that you can do like a one and done or like a big sweep. Like, I just repent of any word curses I've ever spoken over my child. I think with this one, you actually have to be led of the Holy Spirit to go line by line, curse by curse, and you have to break each and every one of them. And there's something so powerful about you declaring it and saying it out loud, not just in your journal or in your own mind. So after you've done that, then on a piece of paper, I really encourage you to write out, okay, what's the truth? So my child is such an idiot. Well, let's just say that particular child, um, school isn't their great, their great strength. And let's just say they really do kind of frustrate the mom a lot. Maybe they're homeschooled or there's homework at, after school at night. And that child just dilly-dallies and doesn't focus. And there's a lot of frustration. Instead of calling them an idiot, which is a curse word, what could we speak over them that's the truth? My child does have discipline. My child will grow in self-control. My child does have what it takes. My child does have gifts and callings on them. My child is a valuable part of the family and of the community and of their school. My child will succeed. And you start prophesying and declaring the truth, even though the child might be struggling in a particular area. Okay? Let me just say this really quick. If that child struggles in um, school, what if you were to throw a football to, to 100 different moms? How many moms would be able to catch that football 10 out of 10 times? Does that, does, if, the, if the ball fumbles or the mom can't catch it, <laughs> how many, does that make the mom an idiot? Does that make her an idiot that she can't catch it? No, it means that football isn't the mom's strength. I bet you you could find a thousand other things that that mom excels at. It's okay that academics is not a strong suit for every single child. 
They still have to have passing grades. They still have to have a good character. They still have to have self-discipline. But it is okay that not every child is a straight-A student. And I think we need to remember that football analogy when we're dealing with some children that just struggle a little bit more with academics, okay, and how we're treating them. But anyways, I want to give testimony to this in closing. We recently did a teaching on breaking the word curses um, that we have spoken over our child. And over and over and over again, these children were reporting back. I want, I want to interrupt to say this. The children had no idea that mom and dad were breaking these word curses. They did it throughout the night. They did it on date night. The child is coming to the mom and dad and saying, I feel so much lighter. I feel like something broke off of me. I feel like something just changed. Why do I feel so much lighter? I feel like I can breathe again. What does that tell you? It tells you that word curses from mom and dad, it's also it could be for a teacher or a coach, but, but word curses from people that are important to that child are a weight that is on that child. That's oppression. And some children are acting out the oppression. All the discipline in the world is not going to change that oppression. You have to break off what has been spoken over them, what has been opened up um, over them, and what has been um, invited in over them which is a false identity through the word curses. All right, I bless you to break these off in Jesus' name.